ខ្ញុំផ្ដល់កម្លាំងដល់អ្នកហើយជាអ្នកដែលធ្វើការអស់ចាកើតឡើងនៅក្នុងអ្នកតាមរយៈអ្នកខ្ញុំជាម្នាក
fruit like love peace patience self control these are all fruits that come out of a life with the holy spirit and then there is nine gifts of the spirit gifts that the Holy Spirit gives us. The nine fruits show our character if the Holy Spirit lives in us. And the gifts show the power when the Holy Spirit lives in us. And if we have the Holy Spirit and use both, we can fly. No bird can fly with one wing. So it takes both sides. We're talking about miracles that God does, but also character that is developed. Today I want to talk about three gifts. First one is the gift of faith. Faith that something good will happen. There is no doubt that this miracle will happen. And this is a gift you cannot buy faith. One time, a guy named Simon, he wanted to pay somebody to also get the Holy Spirit. And then the person said, you cannot buy the Holy Spirit. It's a gift. You can only accept it. Everybody has faith. But the faith without the Holy Spirit is fear. Always afraid that something bad will happen. That is also faith. That something bad will happen. That bad luck will come. And because people have faith in bad luck, they do offerings and they pray, and oh, please, no bad luck. People filled with the Spirit, they have faith in something good. Everybody has it, but not everybody the same amount. It's like God has a big pot of faith soup. And he gives each one of us. Some a little bit more, some a little bit less. But we all have it. And when we use that gift of faith, it will grow. It's like exercising our muscles. The more we use our gift of faith, the more it will grow. When I was young, I prayed for people that had a stomach ache. And now and then, people got healed. When I got older, I prayed for people that had chikabal. And the headache 
started to go away. So my faith was growing. And then I wanted to also pray for people that were in a wheelchair. And the first time I prayed for somebody sitting in a wheelchair, take a lot of faith. But I took his hand and I pulled him out. And he fell down. But I know for God nothing is impossible. I helped him back into his wheelchair. And I say, God, it's up to you. I am here to pray. I cannot do the miracle. I can have faith. But God has a plan. There's the gift of healing. And we all have different gifts. That's why the church is such a beautiful thing because everything is inside of it. And we can work together. I have been around people that have the gift of healing. And it seems like everybody they touch, they will get healed. But only if they pray and touch. Jesus healed by saying this. New spirit that make people unable to hear and speak. I command you to come out and leave the body forever. So Jesus said, not hearing is actually a spirit. It's not a sickness. But there is a root in the spirit that we need to cut off. I make an example with the tree. If we cut off the leaf of a tree, it will just grow back. It will just keep coming back. If we cut off a branch, it will grow back. Only if we cut off the roots, then there will nothing will be able to grow again. And when we are talking about healing of sickness, we need to go to the root. And we need to cut off the root, take out that spirit. God says, I am the God who heals you. God is our healer. And Jesus calls us to go and heal the sick. And he says, have faith. And don't doubt. Because you have the power of the Holy Spirit with you. Jesus heals. He heals in three ways. Of course, when we start to pray, God already has the answer. And sometimes it's instant healing. 
It's like one of these instant cameras. You shoot and the picture already comes out. You touch somebody, pray, and boom, it happens. This is all what we hope for when we pray. Right away. And God does that sometimes. But in other times, healing is a process. One time, uh, sick people came to Jesus. Expecting Jesus to touch them and be healed. But instead, he sent them away, far away to the river to wash themselves and then come back. And they thought, why? But they did what Jesus said. So they walked very far and they started to wash themselves. And maybe some of them said, why are we doing this? One of the guys said, hey, trust Jesus. And when they were walking back, suddenly they were healed. Maybe sometimes Jesus wants to do something in your life that is not connected with your sickness. When I was 19 years old, I was ready to go to the army. But I didn't want to go to the army. It was not a nice place for me to be. So I was thinking about how can I not go? Because in Switzerland, every man, when they turn 20, they have to go to join the army. And some of my friends, they didn't have to go because they had problems with their backs. So I was thinking about what if I had problems with my back too? I could, you know, not go to the army. Skip the army. And as more as I was thinking, I was thinking, yeah, I feel pain. Right, right. So the next day, more pain. Actually, very good. I went to the doctor. Hey, please, can you check it out? There's something not okay with my back. And he did x-rays. Well, I see nothing. Oh, but it hurts very bad. But then I had to go to the army. And I took all my x-rays with me. Said, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I think I should not join the army. And they looked at the x-rays, the doctors in the army. What is it? it looks perfectly normal. Yeah, but I have pain. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter, you have to come. So I had to go. I was working in the army and, and uh, it was very hard for me. But after my basic training, I have to go back every year for three weeks. Until I am 40 years old. So I said, no, I, can, I cannot survive that. 
So my back pains got worse and worse and worse. About three years later, I couldn't sit very long, couldn't stand or sleep. So I went to my small group. I said, I, I need you to pray for healing for my back. So my friend in the small group, they all prayed for me. The guy next to me, he laid his hand on my shoulder like this. And he didn't start to pray. The Holy Spirit was talking to him. And he said, oh, what's the problem with your back? Oh, I just heard so much pain. No, 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 what's the problem? You brought this on yourself, he told me. That moment I knew the Holy Spirit was also talking to me. And then I told the story that I wanted to get away from the army. Three years ago and I thought having back problems was the solution. Uh, I opened my heart for that spirit of back pain. And that spirit started to give me pain. And then I confessed to Jesus that I am sorry, please forgive me. And I was crying because I knew it was wrong for me to do this. Because the Holy Spirit is a spirit of power. Not of pain. Not of fear of the army. But with the Spirit of God, nothing is impossible. So as I repented, then they prayed for me. And the Spirit went out of me. And then in a few weeks later, my back started to get better. So for me, it was a process. And I know some of you are also inviting spirits into your heart. Like saying, I am not good at school. I will never be good at school. And you start skipping school. Just a little bit and more and more. And suddenly the spirit that you invited is now not letting you go back to school. And when, and when you go back to school, you hate school. You hate the teacher. You hate everything about it. But the truth is you invited that spirit into your heart. So ask God to rip this spirit out of you. And confess that you have done wrong. Or you uh, say, I will never have money in my life. You are opening your heart. And suddenly roots will start to grow in your heart. And then if you have a little money, poof, it's gone again. And you don't know where it went. Cut off the roots. 
third thing is inner peace one day we will all be with God in heaven in perfect health. But to live here on earth and not be healed is possible. Inner healing and inner peace is possible. Let me tell you a story about a young woman named Johnny. When she was a teenager, she was very active in sports. Very good swimmer. She jumped into a swimming pool. Hit her head and she was paralyzed from the neck down. Couldn't move arms, legs, nothing. Only her head. And she was angry at God. Why did this happen? It's so unfair. How can I enjoy life like this? Always people carrying me, washing me, bringing me to the toilet. She became very sad. Very disappointed with life. But then she let the Holy Spirit come into her heart. And the Holy Spirit changed her life around. She became one of the world's famous mouth artists. Painting pictures with only her mouth. She recorded albums with singing. She hosted radio shows. She wrote 17 books. Sold millions of copies. She said, if I were not paralyzed, I will not have the strength, inner strength to do all this. One of her famous books is about her accident and how she lives with it. And millions of people read this book and got encouraged. And other books she wrote is A Place of Healing. It's about being healthy inside. You can have the strongest body. Make, make in every race first place. But you are sick inside. It's possible. What do you think is more important? To be healthy in the inside or on the outside? Because we all will die. And we cannot control our heartbeat. But the Holy Spirit changes us from the inside. And the truly beautiful person is somebody that is healthy on the inside. And then his body shows it. Even if they are in a wheelchair. Johnny said this sentence. 
perspective is everything when you are experiencing the challenges of life. How you look at life is more important than life itself. Another sentence she said, My life goal is to see the world's one billion people with disabilities embraced and encouraged by the local church. So she doesn't necessarily say all of them should be healed on the outside. But they should be embraced and loved because about the inside. The third gift I want to talk about is the gift of miracles. Want to tell you a simple story. There was a guy in Russia, he heard the Holy Spirit tell him go to house from house to house and talk about God. So how should he do it? The Holy Spirit said take a bag of rice, cook the rice, eat the rice and then share about that God loves them. And the man said, I only have one bag of rice. But he went to the first family, they ate the rice, and then he shared about the love of God. Then he came home and the bag of rice was empty. And he said, God, if you want me to go tomorrow, a miracle must happen. I must have more rice. The next morning he woke up and the bag of rice was full again. It's a miracle. So he went out and he did this for many, many days. When he was sleeping, a miracle happened and there was rice in the bag again. He didn't do it because of the miracle. But he did bring the love to people and the miracles followed him. Many people always look where things are happening and go there where the miracles are. But Jesus says, go and miracles will follow you. Go to someone that is sick. Where there is no miracle. Pray. And then you leave a miracle there when you leave. Go and miracles will follow. God is the God of miracles. If you need a miracle right now, what would it be? A new job. Someone sick in your family. What is the miracle you need right now? I want to pray right now that God does miracles in your life. God, I ask you to show your power. We can only be honest and tell you what we need. 
But the Holy Spirit has the power to do miracles. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, to do these miracles right now. Give us faith that something good will happen. And we cut out all the roots of fear. We are not afraid. But help us to rise up. Help us to believe that your miracles are on the way. And the biggest miracle in our lives is that you forgive our sins. All the lies that we tell, you can wash them clean. You can forgive us. No one else can. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would forgive right now. Wherever we have invited a spirit in. And I command that spirit right now to leave. And the power of the Holy Spirit. In my heart there is a passion to see more of God. To see more of God's kingdom here in my life. The kingdom of power. There is a yearning to be more like you Jesus. I want you, Holy Spirit, to have your way in me. I want to kneel before you. I want to raise my hands only to you. And I don't care what the person left or right of me right now thinks. It's about me following you, Jesus. It's about me wanting the Holy Spirit in my life. Amen. Amen.